It's Thursday, November 12, 2020. One of the many uh, merits of the excellent conversation I had yesterday with uh, President-elect uh, Joe Biden uh, was that we were strongly agreed on the need to work together in the fight against uh, climate change. President-elect Joe Biden begins rebuilding U.S. climate policy at home and abroad. Federal Reserve warns climate change threatens to destabilize the financial system. Renewable energy industry defies COVID, gets set for record growth. Plus, Trump White House racing the red light to roll back environmental standards and wreck federal science on the way out the door. That assumes they're going out the door. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. For all those of you who voted for President Trump, I understand the disappointment tonight. I've lost a couple times myself. Wait a second. Why isn't he talking about shower pressure and how windmills give you cancer? That's so unpresidential. Yes, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, did we ever figure out how many letters into the Greek alphabet we are now uh, with hurricane or tropical storm or whatever called Eta? Yes, that is seventh in the Greek alphabet. So if it hits Florida twice, does that also make it the eighth letter at the same time? <laughs> no, no, it does not. But Tropical Storm Ada is hitting Florida a second time, even as the state is still struggling with heavy flooding from its first round of torrential rains just a few days ago. The National Hurricane Center says a record 30th named storm is likely to form in coming days. And yes, climate scientists warn that man-made global warming is changing hurricanes, with very warm ocean temperatures contributing to this year's record high Hyperactive hurricane season. So, Eta is the seventh letter. Theta, is that still out and about, that storm? Yes. And then there's uh, a ninth one brewing as well? Yes. Oh, boy. That would be Iota, pronounced Yoda. Well, you don't have to show off. In other news, the Trump administration is racing the red light, accelerating efforts to deregulate in its waning days with a flood of last-minute energy rollbacks, permitting decisions, and new rules to allow more toxic water pollution from power plants, weaken appliance energy efficiency standards, and scale back mine safety oversight. Of course they are. The Trump White House also fired the agency head that oversees regulation of electricity and natural gas and removed the scientist in charge of the National Climate Assessment, the authoritative government-wide report on climate change, and they're going to install a climate science denier in his place. How much damage can he do in about 70 days? A lot, if they can't get rid of him. Why couldn't they get rid of him? Because Trump has moved to change civil service rules so that his moles will be harder to remove. Mm, we'll see about that. The Washington Post reports that the incoming Biden administration plans an all-of-government approach to incorporate climate action into domestic, economic, and foreign policy, using executive branch authority to restructure parts of the federal government to move faster on global warming in every federal agency and department, even ones not typically associated with the environment, like the Treasury Department through trade policy, and the Agriculture Department paying farmers to store carbon in their soils. Structural changes that don't require congressional action. That's very cool. 
Biden also began rebuilding relationships with U.S. allies this week and talking climate in calls with foreign heads of state. U.K. Prime Minister Boris Johnson sounded downright elated about renewed U.S. leadership on climate change in advance of next year's COP26 U.N. Climate Summit. The incoming Biden-Harris administration is able to make common cause with us. In particular, it was extremely exciting to talk to President-elect Biden about what he wants to do with the COP26 uh, summit uh, next year, Mr. Speaker, in which, as you know, the UK is leading the world in driving down carbon emissions and tackling climate change. That is great. And by the way, Boris Johnson also called Donald Trump the previous president in one of his remarks. Even the U.S. Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, has finally formally acknowledged that failure to act swiftly on climate change threatens to destabilize the global financial system with abrupt changes in asset values. And while the oil industry is struggling because of the coronavirus pandemic crushing demand for oil, renewable energy is defying COVID. That's according to the notoriously cautious International Energy Agency in its annual report this week, announcing that renewable energy hit record growth in 2020, and the IEA projects that by 2025, renewables will become the largest source of electricity generation in the world, ending coal's five decades as the top power source. The IEA projects that by 2025, renewables will supply one-third of the world's electricity, a remarkably rapid shift that also will substantially reduce air pollution. I told you months and months ago, maybe even years ago, Sell your oil and coal stocks, <laughs> buy renewable energy. Just saying. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Green News Report. 